to prepare for a home-going celebration. Uh, this is truly a celebration. Uh, if you know Elaine, you could hear Elaine coming before she got in the house. That was just the person she was, full of love and full of laughter. So this family, we want you to be encouraged. These daughters, y'all be strengthened. Know that God will take care of you. We're going to be following the program as printed. And we ask that as your name appear that you come at the appropriate time. not Lauren Hill, but we're going to play Lauren Hill for y'all. <laughs> no, nah, nah, y'all don't want me to hold a note. I know he watches me. He watches. 
families and friends here today. I'm going to ask you to join me in a moment of prayer, so if you don't mind, join me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for one, for letting us be here to, at this appointed time. It might seem like an odd thing to say thank you for letting us be here, but Dear Heavenly Father, my hope and prayer today is that you help all of us remember that everything has its season. And Dear Heavenly Father, this was my Aunt Elaine's season. Let us remember the good times. Let us focus, dear Heavenly Father, on not her passing, dear Heavenly Father, but in the wonderful and colorful life in which she lived. Just be with the family, be with the friends that will dearly miss our Aunt Elaine, but just help us all remember, dear Heavenly Father, that one day we will all see each other again. These blessings we ask in your son Jesus' name, amen. We're gonna have a scripture reading. And I pull out my phone, not that I'm texting my girlfriend, but I'm using technology, as so many of us do, to pull up today's scripture. We have two scriptures, one from the Old Testament and one from the New. Our first scripture is going to come from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a di time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace 
and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for more and a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beauty, beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning to the end. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live. The new scripture reading comes from 1 Thessalonians chapters 4, verses 13 through 14. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who, have, who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope, for we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring forth with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. God bless the hearers and doers of his word. Thank you for hearing. Amen. Good afternoon. Ask anyone and they will tell you that Elaine always made her presence felt and known. You could hear her coming from a mile away. It comes as no surprise then that on April 5th, ask anyone and they will tell you that Elaine always made her presence felt and known. You could hear her coming from a mile away. It comes as no surprise then that on April 5th, 1958, Eddie Elaine McKay Washington burst onto this earthly scene to join her mother, Esther, and her sister, Deborah, in this thing called life. As the second born of Esther, Elaine became a big sister herself to Clifford and William Buzzy Washington, with their father, Clifford Sr., helping to round out the family. She and her siblings were raised in Franklin, Tennessee. Elaine professed her faith in Jesus Christ in an early age and was baptized at the age of seven, joining Folk Street Church of Christ in Christian Fellowship. She would later become a member of Limestone Baptist Church in Franklin and maintain that membership until her death. In true Brady Bunch fashion, Elaine's mother would marry Felix Wilson, who brought his own set of children into the mix. Thus, her family expanded, and there were more siblings to love. Elaine was educated in the Williamson County school system having attended Franklin High School. She then worked to earn her nursing certificate to be a licensed practical nurse. With this achievement under her belt, in 1984, she started her tenure with Dr. Elliot and Cynthia Himmelfarb, serving as the nanny to their children, Kara and Eric Himmelfarb. When Kara and Eric grew up and left home, Elaine took on the role of housekeeper. She remained a dedicated worker for Mrs. Himmelfarb up until her, her health challenges prevented her from doing so. With her professional life firmly established, Elaine soon met and married David White. To this union, 
Her first daughter, Ashley White, was born in 1987. Though the marriage would eventually dissolve, there was still much love and joy to experience. Elaine would then find love with McPhail Scruggs, with whom she welcomed her second daughter, Amber, in 1992. After their relationship ended, the three ladies would then be joined by Walter Jasper to complete their family. Elaine, Walter Jasper, and the girls found their headquarters in the beloved Rolling Meadows community. With much love to give, they often entertained Elaine's niece and nephew, Stacy and Grant Washington, to help their village provide additional support for them. Elaine had a certain flair that could not be denied. She was always decked out, looking fly when hosting her parties, entertaining those in her company and spreading joy to all with whom she came into contact. And she would gladly take in those who were in need, offering generous provisions whenever she could do so. Elaine's thirst for life was unmatched only by the love she had for her children and loved ones. She soon overflowed with even greater joy upon the birth of her grandson, Armani Huff, in 2014. Elaine, her children, and grandchild made Antioch, Tennessee their home. And this is where Elaine would transition to her heavenly destination. Uh, at this time, we will now take a brief moment to silently read the remainder of the information in the obituary. this time the program now calls for reflections uh, we will have family friends as well as acquaintances as well so Andy we'll start from the pulpit guests All right. family and friends all right just come right over to the mic there Can y'all hear me? I just wanted to tell everybody thank y'all. Um, thank you for all the love and support. Uh, it's very needed and felt. Uh, I just want to say that uh, my mom, um, the type of love that she was able to give us was uh, only given by God. And um, I feel it all around me. I feel it every day, and that's what's helping me stand up right right now is the godly love. So I just want to thank my mother for um, I want to thank my mother for uh, loving me even when I didn't love myself and uh, being there when I may or may not have deserved it. So um, I wanted to, that's all I wanted to say, and I thank all y'all.
My name is Tasha. I had moved to Tennessee back in 2017. I'm from Indiana, uh, doing so. I had met Marisha first, where I lived at in my apartment complex, and Stephanie also. And uh, later on, being a friendship with them, and they took me in like family, and I met Amber. And with meeting them, it's always a good vibe. And Mama Sheila over there also, they took me in like family and just showed me love. And coming with them just came a host of friends that I've gained since I've been here. And Mama Edie, baby, <laughs> she just took me in like a daughter and my children. My mother moved here. She, they became good friends. And I just want to say she's a good person. And she got a good heart. And she just loved me. <laughs> and I thank Amber and Ashley all the time for sharing her with me. And I'm like, man, on Sundays and stuff, get out that kitchen pool. I'm like, uh oh, let me get a little bit. Because, <laughs> baby, she can throw down too. <laughs> and she know I'm coming. <laughs> What's on the menu? <laughs> and I just want to thank y'all for that. And I'm sure going to miss her. things that I want to say about uh, my sister Elaine, uh, we didn't fight over too much except her food, yeah, because <laughs> she used to make those onions and potatoes and have the whole house smelling, and I only want to give you a little bit, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, that was the quarrel that we always had over food, but later on, when she got older, and I guess she ate enough of them, it became very easy. She, your plate would be full. Now she would she would share everything that she ever had for everyone, even if she didn't know you. If she didn't know you, you came to her house. If you were hungry, you were still going to get a plate. But she she loved everyone. She was the sweetest girl, and. Um, she was great to be around. Always happy, so cheer up. She's in a better place now. No more pain, no more sorrow. Uh, Revelations 21, 4, if you got your Bible. Just take a look at that. I can just paraphrase because I'm not a valedictorian. <laughs> But anyway, uh, we'll miss her. We all will miss her. And uh, uh, no more pain, no more sorrow. Thank you. I did not plan on saying anything, but my daughter keeps <laughs> tell the needle story. <laughs> And, and, and she would want us to lighten up. She would. Elaine was all about fun. I was 16 and 11, and Kat Elaine was 11, and I had a boyfriend, Tommy Murdick, who later became my husband. And we were kind of mischievous, especially Tom and I, and Elaine was kind of naive. My mom had just married Richard's father. <laughs> we were the Brady Bunch. 
And uh, of course, when you have a new stepfather, you you know you you're going to challenge that. And Tommy and I talked my sister into taking this hat pin and sticking Felix in the butt. <laughs> And she didn't want to do it, and Tommy double dared, with a double dog dared her. And sure enough, uh, she stuck Felix in the butt with the pen, and uh, Felix wanted to whip her. <laughs> and I said, no, you can't whip my sister. You're just our stepdad. You have to wait till my mama gets home. <laughs> so, but... Uh, and then the other story about it was Mary, Mary, my my sister. Uh, she, they had just gotten married, and uh, Mary tried to do everything to please my mother. She would clean the house, and she would cook, and she would do everything. And my sister and I said, "You can't please Esther. She comes home, and she's still going to find stuff." <laughs> but oh, Mary just worked really hard to get my mother's love and attention. So Mary made these brownies one time, big plate of brownies. And Elaine talked me into all we couldn't eat. She was waiting for my mother to get home. And all that I, we couldn't eat, Elaine and I, we hid. We put brownies in the dryer under the mat. We put them everywhere just to aggravate our, our new stepsister, our new sister. And that's, that's a lot of fun. And those are the two memories I remember the most. So thank you. This time the program calls for a song of Richard Wilson. It's going to be leading us in a robe and a crown. Guys, I'm not a professional singer. I have to confess that. Uh, this is the first time. This is my son, Kylan. He's my backup and witness in case somebody take me out. But... We're going to uh, we're going to try this with Brother John. If John could you know help us on this song, uh, I know that he 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 got he got me. Y'all got my back. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna try to be happy, and uh, if I mess up, uh, yeah, she she will. I hear about it in the end. Okay, I hear about it in the end. Are we ready? One, two, three. I'm going to trade my earthly home for Fair sunshine day and 
say speak now or else hold your peace. Amen. Uh, again, as we come to share with this family, uh, to let them know that God is still in control. Uh, none of this caught God by surprise. And I know our hearts are heavy, but yet we ought to be rejoicing because if you knew Elaine, Elaine was the life of any party. You know, as always stated, when Elaine drove up, I would be inside the house, and I'd say, Elaine just got here. And, <laughs> and uh, you could tell she had so much fun. We are truly going to miss her. Uh, there, there's not enough words to express, and I know all of our hearts are heavy, those who have come to share, uh, just to know that, that you take with you everywhere you go. Take that piece of her in your life. Uh, spread that joy wherever you go. As a family, there is nothing like family. And I want us to know that, that as family, we've got to stick together. We've got to pray together. We've got to make sure we're holding up the bloodstained banner. And if you don't know it, our family, we those who are getting older now, we are now in the uh, senior spot. And we've got to set the example for the world to follow. A lot of times we look at the world and we want to blame everybody else, uh, the church, the school, and the police. We want to blame everybody else. But we recognize there's nothing like family. Uh, your first school start is in, in the home. Your first prayer starts in the home. Your first whipping starts. And, and y'all got it. Y'all understand that. Uh, I'm so thankful to uh, the minister of this church. I want to say thank you. Uh, so very much for opening up your doors doors for for us to 
Amber and Ashley, uh, be encouraged. Uh, to uh, her siblings, be strengthened. And to all of the grandchildren and all of the relatives, uh, know that God will take care of you. Uh, there is a word from the Lord that I just want to leave you very briefly uh, because my, my heart was when we all got the word, we knew she went in for surgery. Uh, but when Nita told me that she had just died, something just ran all over me uh, that I couldn't believe it. It was kind of hard to accept. And I kept saying, Elaine, is, is it Elaine? And she said, yes, it's Elaine. And, and sometimes in our walk with God, things will happen uh, that my mind went to uh, John the 11th chapter. And I want to just for emphasis sake, there is a passage there uh, when Martha said, uh, I, I want you all to send for Jesus because the one whom he loves is sick. And, and her message was, that you need to hurry up and come. I know you can speak to the water. I know you've made uh, the lame walk. I, but now this is someone special and you need to show up on time. And, and her message was when Jesus arrived, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. And when I look at that particular text, it says something to me. It says that, number one, she was hurting. Ashley and Amber, you're hurting right now. And there'll be times you might want to question God. But I want to tell you something. You can question God. But you better be ready for the answer. Because Job questioned God. And, and God simply responded, where were you, Job? When I created the heavens and earth. Why? God is God. Even in our difficult times, you trust God. And that's what Martha displayed. I want to let you know that when God, God's delay does not mean that God has denied us. Because God didn't show up when Martha and Mary wanted God to show up does not mean that God have forgotten all about us. You know, a lot of times we talk about how good God is. God is good, not sometimes. All right, y'all understand that? When things are going good, God is good. And when things are going bad, God is still... Hey, can I get an amen? And so we have to learn how to trust God. When, when his, his delay does not mean I'm denying you. His delay did not mean I, I don't want to be with you. His delay simply came because he had uh, some work that he had to do. And Amber and Ashley, because God called her home, doesn't mean that God does not like you. But God loves us in spite of us. Amen, somebody. In spite of us, God, God cares for you. God is with you. God is walking with you. God wants to comfort you. And so his delay does not mean a denial. 
then if you look at it, Jesus didn't have to go to where Lazarus was to heal Lazarus because he could have just spoken the word. Y'all remember the nobleman, that uh, son, that when he was sick, he said, look here, Jesus, if you would just come with me and, and go home, that my son is sick. And Jesus said, your son is well. And, and so he went back home. It simply reminds us that God does not have to be here present. He is everywhere at the same time. You can trust that God will take care of you. God can heal. God can deliver. God is in control. But then there's something else he brings out in this text that I want you to know. That when you are a child of God, a child of God does not die. They just sleep away. What, that, that, what, what do you mean? She's just resting until that great getting up morning. When I look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15 at verse number 51, he says, Behold, I tell you a mystery that we shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. Amen. And what we've got to do is we've got to wait until our change comes. He reminds us that we shall be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trump shall sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first. When I look at Stephen in Acts chapter 7 and verse number 60, it reminds me that when Stephen died, uh, when he was stoned to death, that he just simply fell asleep, as the scripture says. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse number 13, he says, but we do not want you to be uninformed, brethren, about those who have fallen asleep. Well, just the other day, Elaine just fell asleep. Why? Because she was in Christ Jesus. And when you're a child of God, death has no control over a saint. Amen. Why? Because the master have already conquered death. You can rest assured that the Lord have taken the sting out of death. He have taken the grip out of death. Why? Because Jesus got up. He has assured us that we're going to get up. Lazarus was dead or was asleep for four days. God can work the impossible in our lives. Lazarus dead for days and the Bible says he was stinking. Simply mean decomposition had set in in John 11 and verse number 17. And then uh, Martha simply reminds him uh, that if you roll that stone away it's going to be an odor there because he's been dead now for four days but the Lord assures them that he is the resurrection in life. Simply saying that we, as God's people, can rest assured that whatever we are dealing with, that if we deal and born in this life, sin will come in our life. 
Why? Because the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That means you have sinned and I have sinned. Simply means that I stand in need of God's grace. Simply means that my life was simply messed up. It was decomposed. It was stinking without God in my life. But thank God, he said that he is resurrection. He can bring hope. He will bring hope. And so here it lets me know that even though Martha was dealing uh, with the loss of her brother, but yet she remained faithful to God. She remained faithful to the teaching. Martha still had a belief in God, even if Jesus did not show up when he was supposed to or that she wanted him there. But always remember, God is always on time. What are you saying? He might not show up when you want him to, but when he shows up, he shows out. He shows out. Why? Because God's time is not our time. So we must recognize that God is in control. Martha still had that faith. Look what she says in verse number 22. Says, even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give it. Simply saying, she said, I, I know you didn't show up when I wanted you to. I know he is stinking, uh, but I know I'm trusting in you. Ashley, Amber, this entire family, there are some things you need to know when you lose a loved one. You need to know that your Redeemer lives. Job says that I know my Redeemer lives and at the last he will take his stand on earth. You need to be like Martha. Even though my heart is broken, I know God is faithful. I know God will take care of me. When I look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 1, just like Martha, you need to know uh, what he says here. He says, for we know that if this earthly house of this tabernacle be dissolved, we've got another building. You need to know that this body is just temporary, but there is another building. You need to know that if you could see her now, oh, she has a new body. You know, we've got to wake up and we deal with pills and we deal with arthritis. We deal with sickness. It reminds us that we are not here to stay. We're just pilgrims passing through. And a lot of times we get comfortable in this world, but don't get too comfortable. We're not going to be here too long. We need to know also, as Martha said, I know. I know in Romans chapter 8, and verse number 28, he says, and I know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. You might not see the big picture now, but God 
is working in our life. God is working things out for our good as well as for his glory. The final thing you need to know is that you need to know that just as Jesus said, I am the resurrection. He simply reminds them that even though our life is messed up, we can be resurrected this morning. We can be resurrected this afternoon. We can be resurrected this evening when we come in contact with Jesus Christ. There is a resurrection. We've got to be willing to accept his resurrection. And so Jesus reminds them, not only will you see your brother, but you're going to see him sooner than you think because you're looking at resurrection. Somebody this morning is lost without the master. Somebody this morning or this afternoon is lost in sin and there needs to be a resurrection in your life. When I look at Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 1, he says, And you hath he quickened who was dead in the trespasses of their sin. You're dead this morning because of this afternoon because of sin, you can be made alive right now because of Jesus Christ. When I look at Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 6, he says, and have raised us up together. What do you mean he raised us up together? When I went down and I met the master in the watery grave, he got me up and gave me a brand new start. I'm thankful that I was resurrected. You too can have a resurrected life. You too can be changed. And that's why he says Jesus is the resurrection. Elaine is going to get up again. Why? Because Jesus got up. I'm going to get up. She's going to get up. We all are going to get up. We've got to be ready. I want to plead with all of us. Lord, Martha said, if you had been here, I stopped by to tell you this afternoon that the Lord is already here. He already knows what you're going through, what you're dealing with. He already knows it. And so because he is our resurrection, you can be resurrected right now. Somebody need the master. Somebody need the Lord. I want to plead with this entire family. As cousin Esther would always remind us that I'm praying for the family that we all stay faithful to God. If there ever was a time we need to be faithful to God, that time is right now. Why? Because tomorrow is not promised. Our life is just a vapor. And let this be our wake-up call that one day it will be our turn to answer the call. And the question is, are you ready? Are you ready to meet the master? Lord, if you had been here, you had been here. But the assurance is he was already there. He's with you. He's here with you right now. 
I know tears are going to flow down your face. God is with you. Walking and comforting and keeping you when you can't even keep yourself. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. Shall we pray? Father, we just come in the matchless name of Jesus the Christ just to say thank you for what you mean to us. Father, many times we don't understand and we ask questions why, but we know you know. Help us to accept your will. Help us to accept your way. Help us to walk in your will, knowing that you have all control. We release it right now, and we cast it in your hands. Be with him. Be with Ashley. Be with them as they have to walk without their mother. But let them know you're with them. Keep us in your loving care. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This time the program now calls for a song followed by the benediction and recession.
this time as we prepare for the committal, as we give back to God what God has freely given to us. Dear sister, sister Eve, As much as it has pleased the Almighty God to take out of the world the soul of our deceased sister, we therefore commit her body back, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, and dust to dust, looking forward to the general resurrection when the dead in Christ will rise first, and we who remain will be caught up. And then he says, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. He ends by saying, comfort your hearts with these words. This is not the end, but only a new beginning. May you find strength as you go forth with a greater determination that in this walk of life, God blessed us to have Elaine in our hearts. Thank you, Master, for such a wonderful life. One who could bring life to any room. We thank you for Elaine. Now we have the benediction. Stand giving honor to God our Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, to Pastor Taylor. those who are colleagues to the waiting guests or Ashley Amber Deborah to the entire family on behalf of Limestone we extend our condolences and whatever you need call us we'll do our best to provide let us pray Father God, we thank you for the privilege that you have extended to us to stand in your presence as we have awakened this morning by your grace and your mercy. We thank you for the time that you have given us to share the life of Elaine. We ask you, Lord God, to keep her in your hand and your care, for only you can provide for each and every day beyond this point but father for those of us that remain we ask that you be with us in our hours of bereavement that you will be with us and keep us in your perfect peace help this family to understand that weeping may endure for a night but joy cometh in the morning now we exalt you, we pray to lift you, we pray to worship you in all that we do. We thank you. May your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen.